This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orbach. Yes, welcome everyone. The Saturday Night Harness Preview looking at uh, a terrific uh, Country Cup meeting and that of uh, Tarang. Uh, the feature event race five, it's the Tarang Co-op uh, Pacing Cup and the uh, Moores Bearings Tarang Trotters Cup. They're the two features on a nine-event program. The first event kicking off at 6.29, uh, Rob Orbo. We've got a quaddy uh, seated pool. They've seemed to work pretty well over the course of the last month or so and uh, expected pool of uh, 100,000 plus for the quaddy on Saturday night, which kicks off in the first leg, race five, which is the Pacing Cup. How are you, Rob? I'm very well, Dan. Uh, looking forward to uh, the Tarang program. I must admit, I'll be watching from afar because I'll be at Menangle uh, watching uh, Tarang. However, we're looking forward to a fantastic weekend and the Cup itself. Uh, great field, uh, both for the Trotters and the Pacers uh, at Tarang. They do a fantastic job. And I know Evan and the team uh, and Mark uh, will be... Uh, making sure the, uh, the, the the track is spick and span. And I know um, their new stable enclosure is just first class. And they've got a really good program, some good quality horses engaged from uh, the start to finish, nine races on the card. And uh, hopefully we'll find some winners too amongst them, Dan. Oh, I reckon you probably will. Uh, Luke Humphreys will be calling the action at Tarang Saturday night. Uh, the Victoria Harness Racing Club uh, bring us the Saturday night harness preview. We're uh, delighted to have their continued support um, in sponsoring uh, this uh, show. Uh, and Rob, you, you said you're going to Menangle. You may as well explain why. Is it horse related? Oh, well, I suppose if you're going to Menangle, it's probably the only reason you'd go to Menangle, isn't it, uh, with, the, with the trotting track? So, uh, yeah, look, I'm heading up there with Sergeant Lou and we've got La Belle Bijou going uh, as a bit of a travelling companion, but uh, we're very excited about Saturday night and, and hopefully uh, we'll, we'll run well. Both horses can run well, I feel. Okay, Sergeant Lou's in the Clubman Angle RC Simpson Memorial, so it's a time-honoured race and also uh, one of the main lead-ups to the New South Wales derbies, of which uh, that's the direction that Sergeant Lou may well be heading and certainly all the horses, all his rivals on Saturday night as well. Yeah, it'll be, it's a great race. Uh, I know uh, Aaron uh, Dunn, of course, uh, our local, uh, will be locking horns again there with uh, with D-Row and Komodo. Uh, you know, we've, uh, we've drawn well with Sergeant Lou and, you know, he, look, he, he presents well and we're going there thinking we're on a mighty race. So, uh, yeah, fingers crossed and see what happens. Uh, but we'll try to get some winners for Tarang because everyone wants to back winners. And I'm pretty keen. There's a few here I think we can, we can get over the line at Tarang. Okay, thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club. The first at uh, Cup Night at Tarang is the Neville and Patsy Clark Memorial. Uh, and this, it looks like a pretty even feel. Ura, who's very quick, has drawn barrier two first up. Yeah, look, and I think when, you know, history tells us uh, Tarang Cup Night, uh, the, the Lees and the Cravens, they, they love having their horses set for these nights. Uh, it's their showcase uh, event. Uh, and I'm sure Maddie Craven... Uh, we'll have uh, Ura ready to go first up. Hasn't uh, started since the 5th of September last year. But one thing we have seen of this horse, he's got brilliant gate speed. Uh, and I'm sure he'll be primed here for his big group of owners. There's quite a lot of them in it. And I'm tipping many of them will be trackside, hoping they can win first up here with Ura. He's, uh, he's got some, some good form on the board. He's really showed some natural talent. I think he'll be presented first up for a win. I'm tipping him on top number two. 
ahead of Dancer Way, who obviously comes into the race with race fitness on its side and obviously has chased home some nice horses of late. Draws the second row over the 1,600. I'm expecting him to be running on really strongly at the finish. Number eight, Rock, rocking all over the world. Really nice horse. Barrier draw, maybe just slightly unkind in the sense he follows out direct command, who gets out well, but probably not quick enough to hold out a horse like Ura. Uh, so rocking, rocking all over the world is going to need some luck from inside the second row, but should be running on well. One direct command is going to get a soft trip on the pegs and nine Coccinelli should be running on pretty well. But I, I do like the two on top from 10, 8, 1 and 9 in the first. I've got the 10 on top, 10, 2, 3 and 9. Race 2, uh, this is the Pat Bellman Memorial Pace. Uh, looks far more open of a race. Royal Division's a pretty handy horse who got to a decent level last start and he's first up here, trained by Paddy Lee. Yeah, I'm sort of torn here, Danny. Uh, I, I'm I'm a big fan of Royal Division. I, I really like this horse uh, and a few times when he went around in those bigger races... Uh, he was cricket score odds, and uh, I must admit I had a little nibble on him at uh, at, at those odds because I, I just feel like he's um, he's got uh, plenty of ability. He's first up since September. Not a bad field. Look, I'm tipping for a piece of Lou here on top each way. Look, he he might get over the odds. He he won last start uh, defeating Sports Rack, and probably this was an inferior field. But what I was happy to see that he was back in the winner's list. I think this horse had been off, out of the winner's list for quite a while. Um, I know Greg Norman's had, you know, his fair share of issues with the horse and just slowly but steadily, he just seems to be getting back into form. And I thought his last win was a, a fighting win and, and a horse that sort of indicated to me that he might just be getting back to some some of his really good form from early days. So maybe he'll be over the odds. I just thought each way for a piece of Lou will run a really good race. Five Royal Division, got a lot of time for him. He's only had the 10 starts, but uh, he, he's got plenty of bottom to him and he's got a good sprint on him as well. I think he'll run well fresh. Eight Quite Storm, uh, very good horse. Uh, he's just got a bit of an awkward draw again inside the second row. So he's going to need some luck from there. Jason Lee has had a good affinity with this horse each time he drives him. Uh, I'm expecting him to run a mighty race. If the luck comes his way, it wouldn't shock me if he was winning it. And I thought 12 Silver Mystique just might go around over the odds here. Um, look, she's chased home some pretty nice horses that have been in form as well and just might be one at Bolter's odds. It'll be running on late at the finish. But 4, 5, 8 and 12. Interesting race, few chances. Yeah, there is quite a few chances. Um, I've tipped five, eight, nine, and and four, but uh, there's a lot of horses I could put into my early quaddy. Race number three is the Ridley's uh, Trot, uh, a smaller field of seven. It's an interesting field, though, because um, Amigos is unbeaten in two starts. This is slightly stronger, but... Uh, Got a, and it's a fair trip for Lisa Pitt and Mark Pitt to make as well, all the way across to Tarang. But Amigos is heading in the right direction. Yeah, look, he, uh, you know, I wasn't sure what to expect first up at Cobram. He was a maiden taking on some, uh, you know, horses at one races, and obviously he's obviously shown some good talent because I don't think they would have persevered with him at uh, eight years of age. And, and he won first up. He won really well. I actually called that race, and he, he did a good job, and then backed it up with a good win at Shepparton. And, and, you know, when you first look at it, you think, oh, well, he, he's the horse to beat. And then you start weighing up, gee whiz, he's travelling a long way from home. It's only his third run. 
taking on some other seasoned horses that are in good form. So, look, he, he's uh, he's going to be hard to beat. Look, I've tipped seven high point on top. I really liked his win last start. Um, uh, you know, he defeated a couple of nice horses in Hephaestus Phoenix and, and In My Dreams, who I think are going really well. He, he seems to be a horse uh, on, on the up. Zach Phillips is taking the drive here for Anthony Butt, Sonia Smith. And I thought Seven High Point uh, could run a really good race. From Three Amigos, who's obviously got loads of talent, uh, it's another step up for him. He's got to handle the trip, but I'm sure he will. Uh, two, Fred Reese going really well for Barry Beasley. He's, he's very close to a win. And four, Kai Valley Anthony, who was the last start winner the racing well. So another very competitive race, seven, three, two and four. And I'm three, four, seven, and two. Uh, the Greavesies uh, Fruit and Veg Trot is the fourth event. Uh, Naked Truth, uh, Champagne Charlie. Interesting now with uh, Ken Tippett, always a, a trotter that looked to have a bit of ability, but uh, not always uh, genuine enough, particularly scoring up and trotting uh, throughout. So that'll be an interesting addition to, to Ken Stable and one we have to keep very safe here. Yeah, I'm picking a horse here that is still a maiden and doesn't even have the race experience compared to some of these. Number two, Mr Blindside. I, I really like this horse. He, he's got loads of ability. Um, you know, he, he was good first up, did a few things wrong, loved his run at Bendigo, drawn inside the second row, should have won that race and should have won it easily. He was just badly held up. And he absolutely savaged the line. He does take on horses that have certainly, a horse like Naked Truth and Covalli Picasso, both won six races each. Champagne Charlie, five races. But I, I, I don't know. I just think this horse is a really nice horse uh, on the way up. I like him here, number two, Mr. Blindside. I think he'll run a great race from full Naked Truth. Uh, Good effort again last start when second behind Mojito Madness. I've put in five Covelli Picasso with Brent Lilly also. Uh, Tristan Larson taking the drive. That uh, was 50 in that race. And uh, and obviously six Champagne Charlie. He's had a, a change of stable here now with uh, with Kenny Tippett. Uh, he, he's got, got a lot of ability, but gee whiz, he can do some things wrong. Really like the two here, Mr Blindside, from four, five and six. I'm with you, Rob. I was taken by his first up run at Melton, where I, I think he probably should have won that as well. So we're two on top, Mr. Blindside, two, three, four, five. Race five is the feature, the Tarang Co-op Tarang Pacing Cup. Uh, it's the first leg of the Quaddy, uh, projected 100,000 plus uh, pool for the Quaddy. And um, interesting race, um, Beyond Delight hasn't won a race um, for well over a year and a half, but he probably doesn't get a better chance to, to, to win one here as long as he hasn't forgotten where the line is. Yeah, this is a good race, uh, the, the cup itself. Look, I've tipped seven district attorney here, Danny. Uh, look, Teddy Caruana, he, he's... Uh, He's been very patient with his horse. Um, he, he trolled recently at Melton against Bulletproof Boy, and I, I thought he probably went as good or maybe even better than Bulletproof Boy. And he's since come out and run some some great races against some, some high-quality horses. Uh, look, the horse is with Jodie Quinlan now. And, look, I, I just feel like if he has any luck here from Barrier 7... I know from what I've seen, he's well and truly up to this class. I think he's well and truly got the ability to win the race. I think he just needs a little bit of luck. He had a trial at Bacchus Marsh last week. I just think 
luck he plays the part for district to turn. If it comes his way, I think the horse can win. Uh, I like him here, number seven in the cup, district attorney. I think he's a really good horse. From 10, beyond delight, as you said, hasn't won since July 2022, which is quite a long time ago. You, you can't help not liking his last couple of efforts, obviously. He was second behind Kanina Provlima, who, who's in the Ballarat Cup, and that form has really held up well. Kanina Provlima was terrific in the Hunter Cup and outstanding in the Cranbourne Cup. And when you look at the Hunter Cup, you know, there was plenty of horse left for Beyond Delight. He, he did some things wrong, but he was hitting the line well. So it's his race to really step up and, and get back into the winner's list here, Tim, Beyond Delight. Uh, he, he's, he's got a really strong winning chance for sure. Just obviously hasn't won for a long time. Six fighties, going well. Two runs back, been terrific. Another step up here. And 11 Hurricane Harley and 12, um, sorry, 11 So What, 11 So What and 12 Hurricane Harley. Well, So What, you know what you're going to get with her. She doesn't know how to run a bad race and she'll run a great race as she always does. Hurricane Harley, I don't know where he's at. Um, You know, you just look at him and you know how good he is. So, you know, he he could easily step back into, uh, into a winner's circle here as well. So I like the seven. I certainly think the 10's the danger, and I certainly respect 6, 11, and 12, but 7 District Attorney on top for mine ahead of 10 Beyond Delight. I'm tipping Beyond Delight, um, but uh, it's sort of a buyer beware, uh, but he does come through some strong races. 10 Beyond Delight, 6 Fides, 11 So What, 12 Hurricane Harley, 10 6, 11, 12. The Moores Bearings Terang Trotters Cup is race number six. This is a standing start race. Uh, gee, the Key Yangs add a lot of uh, uh, quality to this race, Rob, but there's one of the Key Yangs I'm very keen on. I'm, I'm hoping you go with the one I've tipped, uh, which is eight Key Yang Ignite. Is that the one you're going with? That's the one. I think he's a very, very, very good horse. Yeah, well, I've, I've tipped him, Dan. I, I feel like he's the horse to beat, as you mentioned. Uh, look, that, that third two runs ago at Ballarat, at Ballarat behind Just Believe and Call Me the Breeze was just absolutely outstanding for a horse that's had so, such little racing and obviously not much luck there in the, in the, in the great Southern Star uh, heats. Uh, Jason Lee sticks with him, uh, you know, and I think that's enough for mine. So I, I've, I've tipped him on top. Keying Ignite. I think at the stable, mate, uh, Keying Chucky uh, will be the danger. Uh, he, he's done nothing wrong, this horse. I mean, he was third in the Great Southern Star final. Normally, you'd be picking him on top. So, you know, I'm gone like you. Eight ahead of ten. Uh, seven, uh, he's all muscle. Uh, Emma Stewart's done a great job with his horse. He, he's he's going really well, really well. He's made some big inroads to, to where he was at in restricted grade, stepping up against the big horses and, and he's, he's, he's holding his place there and he belongs there and if he won the race, it wouldn't shock you. Nine, Kai Valley Hotspur, you always know what you're going to get from him. He's very honest and he'll run a great race. Eight on top for mine, ten, seven and nine. Yep, same order for me, 8, 10, 7 and 9. The Mount Nurat Freighters paces race number 7, Major Thinker. He's heading in the right direction. He's only lightly raced, but he's knowing uh, knows how to win a race and he draws well. He's got the gate speed to take advantage of that draw. Yeah, these last three races I thought were pretty tricky. I think there's a few chances in them. Now, Major Thinker, as you said, you know, it's a step up again and he keeps stepping up, but he keeps delivering. So while he keeps stepping up and he keeps delivering, you just got to keep tipping him and keep respecting him. He's got the barrier draw. 
I think it'll be very hard to beat. Lisa Pitt takes the drive with the five concession claim and um, they took advantage uh, of the barrier draws as a result of that. So, look, I've tipped him on top here, three major thinker. Nine Sweet Passion, she was always a, a mixed bag, wasn't she, Dan? Um, you know, when she's really good, she she's very good and then she can put in some bad ones as well. Um, first up, I'd say the stable have a right. Drawing the second row is probably not a bad thing for her. I, I think she goes pretty well with the sit. She's not going to be used out of the gate, which will probably help her. I'm expecting her to be running on really strongly. Six LB2 chains, uh, well done to Taylor Nicholson and Zach. They got this horse back into the winner's list last start at Melton. It was a good effort to win. I uh, can't see why he's going to go backwards, so he, he'll run well. And uh, eight operative line, who's first up for Rebecca East, and he's a very good horse, and, and he'll run really well if he has any luck. Just see, uh, just needs a bit of luck from inside the second row draw. But I'd certainly be putting in the quaddy. I know that much. So three, nine, six, and eight, all four of them go in the quaddy for mine. Yeah, the same quartet for me. My numbers are three, six, eight, and nine. The eighth event is the APG Pace. Small field, but it's a competitive race. Tricky, tricky race this one. There's probably two horses here that will probably go over the odds and might uh, might run well, and I might be off the mark here. Look, one highway to heaven gets barrier one. I sort of look at it, I think there's a couple of options here for highway to heaven. One potentially could try to push forward and, and maybe try to lead or, or take a trail behind a horse that might not hand up. So... I just thought maybe it's a race where he's been out of form for quite a while, but I just think he gets his chance to maybe show something. Um, I'm happy to just include him in McQuaddy's. Two Modern Bliss, I think it's going really well. Uh, Annalise Scott drives here. And again, nice barrier draw for Modern Bliss. Wouldn't rule it out as a winning chance here. Five Major Fire, good win against the Mayor's last start. This is harder. Uh, it's got gate speed. Does it find the front? Maybe, maybe not. Um, and six, Whiskey Cavalier, who really should relish this small field. And if there's a race it's going to win, it needs to be this one. So, and then you, you sort of look at Delightful Major now with, with the Nicholson camp, Rosarito Miss going really well. It's a race where you nearly got to take the field. But I'll pick four horses. I'll go one, two, five, and six, but uh, any of them could win. Yeah, my thoughts are similar to yours, Rob. I didn't really know which way to go, but uh, my uh, four for the record are five, six, two, and three. But I think we've all got a chance here in the uh, the eighth event, the last leg of the quaddy. Well, the final event for the night is the Terrain Co-op Rural Store. Uh, three-year-old maiden uh, for the Pacers and uh, debutante. We've got three of them. Um, half the field are first starters, but one in particular is expected to be a short price favourite, and that's number one best deal. Uh, yeah, look, he, he's he, he'll go very well, Danny. He's a lovely bred horse. Uh, I saw him at the trials. Uh, he's by American Ideal out of Starburst, Starburst Girl. Sat back in the trial at Melton, uh, gave him a bit of a start and and really savaged the line. It really let down with a, a great turn of speed. So uh, the speed's there for this horse uh, and, and you would expect him to be winning. Um I tell you what, I, I like the two beat Sweet. She trialled also at uh, at Melton. She's by Sweet Lou out of Hexham Heartbeat. She really caught the eye at the trials for mine. She um, she hit the line really well. So if she's over the odds, if uh, if you know, I mean, I'm, we don't really know what prices these horses might be. I mean, it was sort of initially quoted a really short quote, best deal and beat Sweet well over each way odds. You know, to run first or second. So look, I think best deal. 
Chips will be hard to beat, but I think Beat Sweet will run a very good race on her race debut. I think Jamie Lee King's got a nice filly that can run well. Three Doug's Flame, I don't know what to make of his horse last time. You, you sort of thought, well, if he was going to get back into the winner's list, it probably should have been last start. But it's hard to ignore the Wardan Buddy Storm Rider Smoke and Ace form, and, and you feel like you, you're better than that. So maybe it was just a fitness thing with him. Maybe he bounces back here and maybe leads all the way. So I, I wouldn't be ruling out Doug's Flame. One, two, three, uh, and then I think the rest are, are, are chasing. Six East Bro, Cozzy, you know, probably a place chance. But I think the winner will come from one, two or three. Yeah, I got uh, one, three, two, and six in the last event. Some good races though, on uh, on Saturday night. Um, that's uh, Tarang. So, what about the best bets on the card, Robbie? Okay, uh, look, my best bet will be uh, well, what's again, depending on the values here. But look, I thought race one, number two, Ura will run a great race. I think it will lead, and they'll have to run it down, um, and and it should go very close. Really like race four, number two, Mr. Blindside. I really like this trotter, Dan. I think he'll be really hard to beat in the fourth event. And, look, I'm going to stick with District Attorney in the Terang Pacing Cup. I know he's drawn barrier seven. I know he'll need luck, but I thought his trial a few weeks ago there was outstanding. And if he can be anywhere near right. And I don't think Jody would actually have his horse out there if, if she didn't think she had it right. And I think if the luck goes his way, he's going to run a mighty race in the Terang Pacing Cup. So race one, number two. Race four, number two will make it my best. And race five, number seven is a good value bet. And my best, uh, I'm, I'm with you. Race four, number two, uh, Mr. Blindside. I, I think there's a fair bit of talent there, Rob. So I'm interested to see what price he might come up. Um, race four, horse number two, because I've got him marked very short. And uh, well, my... Chomping, chomping at the bits when I saw $8. <laughs> I thought, well, mate, can I have some of that now? <laughs> Which is just a price assessment. It's not actually a price on offer, but absolutely, uh, I would think that was a gift, um, whether he won or lost. But uh, race four, number two, Mr. Blindside, and race uh, six, number eight, Keying Ignite are my best two bets on the program at Tarang. Nine event card, the first event at 6.29. Uh, Cup day on Sunday. Lots of country cups still to come through uh, February, and particularly in March, and it's Gunbauer Racing on on Sunday. And they've got a good card there with their paces and trotters cups as well so we wish them the best on Sunday eight races in the first event is at 10 past one and Warrigal are racing on Monday Rob good luck going to Menangle with Sergeant Lou yeah thanks Dan looking forward to a great weekend we wish Tarang all the best and Gumbauer as well it'll be a great day uh, at Gumbauer I think Mickey McGuan's heading out to Gumbauer on Sunday I think he's doing some work for the club so uh, make sure you go and uh, say hello to him as well and uh, a big thank you to the Victorian Harness Racing Club, Temi Mazzetti and, and Shane Glower and the whole team there. They do a great job and we really appreciate their support. And memberships are open at the moment, so it's a great time to renew your membership, in particular for the bonus races, which is kicking up very shortly. And uh, make sure you give Susan Hunter a call or get on the website to uh, renew your horse membership or you can buy a social club membership if you just want access to the club lounge. So happy harnessing, everyone. Have a great weekend. Hopefully we've got some winners amongst them.